Welcome to the Back Shoulder Fade, the Running Hook Sports Betting Podcast with Caleb Lynn and Zach Griffin. Hello and welcome to another edition of Back Shoulder Fade. Uh, week one, we go through week lines. Week two, we went through college football and you know, MLB and futures like that. And week three, we're going right back going to the NFL. You know, we're going to go all NFL this week. And, you know, Zach, uh, co-host here, I mean, look, what a crazy, if you just look at the lines, you look at the way that these weeks are playing, this week's playing out. I mean, there are some very high, high lines. Um, you know, if you're looking at that, it's, it, it's a interesting, it, it could be a very ugly betting card in terms of trying to find the best value. Definitely could be. I texted you. I texted you yesterday. I couldn't believe some of these lines. I'll just throw one at you. How about for tomorrow night? For tomorrow night, Niners ten and a half point favorite over the Giants. I'm guessing they're, you know, Saquon is out for tomorrow. So, but the line was already high before that. Before, before he even got hurt on Sunday. So, and then you look at the Lions. Or the Giants eked out a win over this past Sunday. The Cardinals—they are a massive dog as well. I think the yeah. biggest dog of the year so far. Uh, but we'll, we'll get to those. We'll get to them. and a couple of them close lines. I just could not believe, based on what we've seen so far, and in some cases what we've seen from these coaches throughout their careers. I can't believe they're favored, but you know, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get. We are gonna get to that. There are a lot of. Uh... A lot of interesting, a lot of interesting plays here. Um, a, a lot of, lot of interesting plays here. And I guess we'll start off with the old traditional uh, same game parlay. Um, so, uh, Zach, let's get into your leg here. Um, Niners, uh, Giants, Niners hosting uh, the Giants on a Thursday night slate. Uh, Ten point favorites on the Niners, but you got a player in mind, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Yep, it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I'm going to take the over on the receiving yards for Christian McCaffrey. It was only 30 and a half. Giants can't stop us. I mean, they can't stop a nosebleed through yeah. through two weeks. I believe this is Niners' home opener as well, Caleb. Is that correct? I believe it is, they, yes. Okay, yeah. So that crowd's going to be hungry. This looks like a Super Bowl team, maybe the Super Bowl favorite through two weeks, Caleb. Uh, I know you have the issues with the quarterback. The coaching, whether those are with merit, we can debate that all day, but we're not going to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it, whatever. But whatever. Christian, no, no, shut up. Christian McCaffrey is the best, probably the best offensive player in this game, if not the best offensive player in the league right now. Um, so that was an easy over for me. I, I mean, I got my hammer out and just pounded the table on that 30 and a half. He might get that in the first half, Caleb. I, it's a nice, that's a nice bet, um, especially with Checkdown Party. I mean, look when I when I look at the when All I right. look at this Giants when I look at this Giants Niners game. Well, that's I got, why it's a good bet. That's why it's a good bet. It, it, you're right. Down. You're right, and I let you're right. And I, I mean, you just took it as a shot because you, you you think I'm just constantly hating on uh, on Purdy. But look, but you're gonna hate I, on the guy who hasn't I, lost a regular season game yet in his career. You're, you're correct. Correct. But we're we're a little early, we're a little early on that, aren't we? Four or five games, right? We're like eight, eight, eight games, eight games on him. All right, 
eight or nine. We're like half a season. We, you know, it was a good, decent sample size. Anyway, we're not talking about that. Well, look, I, uh, I'll take Debo with the touchdown. Um, look, I just think it's, uh, I just think this, this offense is just, honestly, honest to God. Uh, That's good, for, possibly think, with no Ayuk. You know, I genuinely think. <laughs> I think Purdy could have a day. I mean, if Josh Dobbs is throwing on you, at some point I'm betting Purdy might. And I understand that if Ayuk's out, whatever. But I mean, Kittle's also due for a, a nice night. And I gotta think that you know one of these receivers are gonna make some plays in the end zone. And I'm gonna roll Debo. He's, yeah. I mean, Kittle's due for a touchdown, but I, I'll, I'll roll with Samuel. I'm going to be honest with you on George Kittle. Like, I still think George Kittle's second best tight end in the league. Um, just in terms know. of overall blocking, receiving, he does, he does it all. But like, I'm scared to bet on him because he's like the third, arguably the fourth receiving option on this team now. You got Ayuk, Samuel, and McCaffrey, arguably all ahead of him in the pecking order when Shanahan's drawing these plays up for Purdy. I'm scared to bet on him. I'm scared to bet on him because That's I just fair. don't. I I don't know. I, maybe tomorrow will be better because, you know, no Ayuk. I think he's been ruled out, right? Um, if I can, if I can check correctly, from my last understanding, is he's questionable. He's questionable in this game. I've not All heard right. if he's ruled out. I have just heard questionable. So if he doesn't play, he moves up to third pecking order. Um, but also. To your point, the Giants' defense sucks this year uh, to this point, week three. So if he wants a game uh, to make fantasy owners happy, make betters happy, I think this would be the one so far this season. It's a, it's a little uh, by low, you're interested. Um, Alex Alex goes in. I mean, he just makes the easiest bet of all time. Might as well just – he's trying to give – he's trying to make that leg a lock for us there with the McCaffrey rushing yards um, against, against the hey, Giants. Hey, we hit last week, didn't we? We hit last Giants. week. I didn't think we did hit last week. Did we? I didn't track. I uh, when I tracked it, I didn't think we hit it. We didn't hit it. I know we had Addison I, I, yards. Well, now you got me one to check, Schmuck. Now you got me one to check. Well, check real but, quick. I think we had well, Addison right, yardage. Right. We had Addison yardage. Um, Hertz touchdown. I think we had Hertz anytime touchdown. That's a lock. We had. The same, the same game, the same game that I have on the same game that I had, you know, that I thought we had was Jefferson touchdown, Hawkinson over the number on receiving, and Hertz over two hundred forty-eight and a half passing. Uh, Hertz didn't get it. Jefferson didn't get it. Damn. Hawkinson did. But look, I, I um, seventy-nine and a half. It's a high number uh, for McCaffrey, but I, I think he's just one of those players. I mean, Alex didn't give us a whole lot of logic, but I got to think you combine the volume, you combine the opportunities. He, he might, he might get this number. I mean, it, it just might be them trying to take some pressure off of a, uh, of a party. McCaffrey's one of those few backs, man, where he can, you know, we saw it against the Rams on Sunday. He rips off like however long that run was like 40, 50 yards. So he can get halfway there, you know, to that yardage total in one play. That's why I hammered the the receiving yard as well. I couldn't yeah. believe it was 30 and a half. I mean, that's that insane to me. 30 and a half? No doubt. No doubt. And right now it's plus 611. 
plus six eleven. Oh. And if you use that, and if you use that fifty percent wager that's on FanDuel, you get that yeah. at plus nine hundred. You get that at plus nine sixteen. The McCaffrey over rushing, the McCaffrey over Jimmy. receiving, Jimmy and Debo anytime touchdown at plus nine sixteen. So, I mean, you're Jimmy. looking at about. I mean, you you might be cashing in on a buck to be put in a ten dollar bet. So, uh, up to you. You can ride a fade, hit week one, lost the second week. Uh, let's hope we can get back on top this week. Next up, uh, we got you know again, it's going to be a bigger NFL pod. Going through the lines, we're going through some bets we like, specials we like, um, and. I, here's the thing for me before we get into the specific bets, before we get into specific bets, I mean, yeah, like you were saying, Zach, these lines are absolutely huge with Dallas up in that 10, 11 mark, uh, Jacksonville up at the 10, 11 mark, Kansas city up at the 12, 12 point mark. Um, there's a lot of games here that are really high games that they can get ugly. You, you yeah. are getting. When you're betting, you got to watch for the value of the team. Are you betting them at the peak of their power or are you getting value here, Zach? I mean, it's not always about, oh, my gosh, the Niners are so much better than the Giants. Oh, my gosh, the Cardinals are so much better. It's 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 finding the value of a team like uh, in Dallas at 12 and a half. I mean, 12 and a half is such a crazy high number. Um. Yeah. It's it's sometimes you got to, you know, cover your nose and, and bet that 12 and a half because it's more likely than not that the games are going to be one score. Yeah, I mean, that those two lines for those games, you're looking at Dallas 12 and a half over Arizona and then uh, Chiefs 12 and a half over the Bears. The Bears have bigger problems right now than a 12 and a half spread. But you're looking at... Though I mean, yes, those are massive, massive, <laughs> massive spreads. Uh, I don't have them in any of my best bets. I had Chiefs 12 and a half over the Bears oh. as an honorable mention. I had it as an honorable mention because sure. I feel like yeah, the Bears have shown nothing this season where the Cardinals have actually shown some fight. They've shown some fight in games. Uh, I know what they about Justin Fields? Defense. What I about Fields him? showed fight as a no. great quarterback. Matter of fact, he's proven me right every step of the way through two weeks. Look, you know, the Cardinals, the Cardinals, they've at least shown some fight. Um, they still, you know, James Conner hasn't looked terrible. Zach Ertz has looked pretty good. Maybe it's just because there's no tape on Josh Dobbs where he's able to do this for like three quarters of a three game. Three quarters. Yeah. But they also haven't played a defense like the Cowboys. So that's why I am, which in my opinion is the best defense in the league, they at least have the best defensive player in the league. So, yeah, I'm actually, I look at that line and I'm like, yeah, that's about what it should be, even though it's almost two touchdowns. Man, I mean, you, but you are, you are betting on the dysfunction of that Chicago Bears team. And absolutely, look, I mean, you're, you're betting on a, a what a pathetic, absolutely I am, a pathetic defensive situation, a, a coach that might not have any control of the room. I mean, it's, it's, I'll be honest. I mean, it's so, it's so easy to bet the Chiefs. You can't even second guess it, but, you know, look, it, it'll and be, the Chiefs it'll, defense has been awesome. Chiefs defense has been awesome. Yeah, it has been awesome. It has been awesome, but let's not act like that offense has been all that great. I mean, I, I'm not, no, I'm not going to sit here it and hasn't. tell you, and I'm not going to sit, and Mahomes is horrible with the big numbers. So, 
I, I, I look, I, I think if there's a time that this offense could rebound, maybe this is it. Uh, and, and, and that maybe that gets you over the number, but I, I be, beware, beware of those bigger numbers because, you know, just because you think that they're that much better, the points specifically to spread it, uh, it's always tricky, but anyway, Zach, I want to get to your best. Uh, let's go to your best bet right here. Uh, give it to me. What, a, what's a top bet on your list? What'd you find that you liked on the, on the book? Well, this was a slam dunk right here. I mean, this, I saw slam this, dunk. No, a slam dunk. I could, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe Damn. it. I thought I was reading it wrong. I read it like five times to make sure. And it even changed today to an even more unbelievable spread. I got the Steelers on Sunday night football plus two and a half, a two and a half, a field goal dog. The McDee and the Raiders on Sunday night, we get to see a coaching clinic from Mike Tomlin versus Josh McDaniels on Sunday night football. Caleb, I couldn't believe this. I could not believe this. I'm getting the Steelers plus two and a half. Who's their defense absolutely showed out last week? The Raiders get blown off the map this past week. I mean, this this was easy for me. This was this was unbelievable. I I, I this is such a dumb. This is the dumbest line of the year. Dumbest line of the year. This one right here. Why why should the Raiders be favored? Give me one reason. Okay, so you know how I told you there was going to be some ugly bets on my card. Sure. This is one of them. Can I tell you why? Can I tell you why? Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Look, you also get the Steelers at plus money, by the way. I get it. I get it. The money line. I get it. It's ridiculous to me. If this Raider team, literally, if, if they have any, like I'm talking any fight, any aspirations, to be a relatively competitive football team, it has to be this week. It is the definition of a kitchen sink game. They're they're they haven't won it. They haven't won. He could have argued, or sorry, they, yeah, that day, that game against Denver, they did win. But then look, I think there's. I'll be honest. You know, originally Zach was you know plus the money on the Raiders. The money got bet up. You know, there was a ton of money on the Raiders, a ton of money that just came in on them. So then it shifted the line. Right now, 55% of the bets are on the Steelers, 62% of the money on the Raiders. I mean, it's, it's the money, the money is saying a lot here. And I, I'll be honest, I come Sunday night, I will be betting on the Raiders. Oh, I understand. I, I, now the other, now, I mean, the other thing. Well, okay, I understand. I understand, but let let, let let's let, let let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I I don't right, know if the ahead. Raiders the Raiders might not stop the run, or the, sorry, the Steelers might not stop the run. So I mean, if you're like, can okay, I tell you I how wanna... many rushing yards Josh Jacobs had last week, Caleb? Can I tell you go how many? Go ahead. Negative two. I mean, you and I. Well, that's due time. You know that. He's a good running back. I mean, that, you're you're telling me you're telling me you're going to bet on that you again. Know that if you're going to put money on the Raiders. Caleb. But look, but okay, but look, but what what if you don't want to put your money on the Raiders money line and you want to back them up on the props? I mean, look, I here here that's that's the other aspect of this as well. The part I was gonna the Raiders to. line here, the Raiders line here minus two and a half. That's more rushing yards. That's actually less rushing yards than uh 
than Jacob well, said this. You 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 you're over you're overreacting. I mean, look, I think McDaniel, I think Josh McDaniel is a horrible coach. I think the Steelers are a I think the Steelers are a much better team. Okay, I'm not saying you're wrong, but at some point, you know, it'd be the a line, great, you know, it'd be a great fit on McDee staff here. Okay, but Jimmy G, I trust right now more than Kenny Pickett. Zach, sure. Now I agree with that. I, I mean, I that. trust, I trust, I trust Garoppolo more than I do Pickett. And and I mean, call me crazy, but I might trust the Raiders receiving game. If Adams is, is if Adams is going to come in play here, I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. trust. The, so I might get a better pass. I get a decent passing offense against a but, very ugly Steelers offensive line. Zach, you want to talk about the trenches all day? How about Max Crosby against the Steelers offensive line? Sure, sure. Sure, but here here's another thing. If you're betting Steelers, if you're, if you're wanting to bet Steelers, when the Steelers got hot at the end of last year, at the end of the 2022 season, it was because they were beating up on an easy schedule, including teams, the quality of the Raiders, just not well-coached teams, players, uh, you know, checking out, maybe checking out because they know we're not doing anything, you know, that's just that is a good reason for me to bet on the, the Steelers. I mean, I, I I just you know if you, if you want to put your money in Josh McDaniels' hands, Caleb, go ahead and be my guest. But you're gonna regret it. You're gonna come to regret it. You're gonna come to regret it because Mark you're Davis right. is regretting it. Mark Davis is regretting Mark it right da- now. Mark Davis regrets it a lot. Mark Davis. He says right. that he says that's the reason he can't fire him. Yeah, I'm, I'm and I'm right. with you. I'm with you. I trust Garoppolo over Pickett. You know, I like Garoppolo. You know, I like him a lot. Caleb, I, I but, mean, and I, the running game is going to be better than what it was last week. It's due. It's due, Zach. It's due. Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to get. Jerome Ford ran over this team. I'm, I understand that. I understand that. But obviously, I don't think Jacobs is going to get negative two yards back to back weeks. But I'm just thought you should know that against the Bills team, who, you know, not known for their run defense, held the rushing leader from last year to negative two yards. I just thought you should know that. Last year. Also, do you know who'd be a great fit on McDee's coaching staff? Go ahead. Matt Canada. Yeah, that was something. His offense is really, really good. Anyway, that was my best bet of the week. Uh, My number one best bet. Couldn't believe it. Number one best bet. I I did not really rank these. I just kind of put in some different, different looks. Here's one bet I really like. It's a little, a little wild, a little on the wild side. Um, but I think they're facing the most overrated team in football. It's at home. Decent-sized dog here. I'm not only taking a spread, I'm probably sprinkling on the money line. Give me Tampa against Philly. Oh. No, look, we saw this Philadelphia. We saw this Philadelphia offense run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. The passing offense, look, they did it against the Minnesota team that, frankly, they I think they look lost. They might be done. I mean, Minnesota, I'm they, 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 they are Minnesota. really in trouble. I think they are in dangerous trouble. Um, when Kirk Cousins is second in the league in passing yards, you are in trouble. You are in trouble as a franchise. Look, when I when I see when I see that type of when I see those type of stats. And I see what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense can present, the challenges that they could present. I think I think that front seven could do something in this game. Okay. And and the Eagles, Zach, look, they're gonna miss their first corner, their second corner, and their third corner against Godwin and Evans. 
Those are big losses. The second line and second unit of, you know, second level of this defense is, is in trouble. They're injured as well. I think there is no reason that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can't come in here at home, cover that number, play good defense, contain him. And who knows? Maybe Baker Mayfield can get some shots down the field on these fourth, fifth string cornerbacks. I mean, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans overs. I mean, they, they, that might be automatic. That might be automatic. If that secondary is that decimated, I mean, it, I get it that Todd Bowles isn't a type of coach you want to bet on. That's why I said it's an ugly card, but their defense, their defense might do something in this matchup. And, and, if, and if the Eagles are really this injured, I mean, you're getting a ton of value on just a flat out healthier team. I mean, we're good. I, sorry that I don't trust the fourth string corners of the Eagles. Sorry. I mean, hell, you don't have to, you don't have to apologize for that. That's fine. That's totally valid reason, but. Here's my reason. It's actually uh, going into one of my best bets of the week. Eagles minus four and a half versus Buccaneers. <laughs> because here's my reason right. for taking this. The Baker Mayfield love song comes to an end this week. Okay. It's just hilarious. We see you should know this better than anyone, Caleb. You, you hated on Baker Mayfield for years. We see this every with every team Baker goes to every time he has good game, the media falls in love with him. Oh, you're right. They fall in love with him. It's it's unbelievable. We've never seen a less talented quarterback get as many commercials as Baker Mayfield. Now, yeah, they like you said they played Minnesota Week One, looking to explode. Right? I mean, I mean they're bringing in Cam Akers. They're bringing in Cam Akers to save their season. Not a great uh, locker room guy, from what I, from what I have seen so far the last couple of years with the Rams. Yeah, right. Then, right, it's horrible. Then you play last week. Who did they play last week? They play the Bears, who are yeah. the worst organization of football right now. So, of course, you're going to be 2-0. Of course, you're going to be 2-0. And I'm with you on taking shots down the field. Of course, you're going to want to do that against you know Joe Schmo on the back end. But I also have A.J. Brown lined up against Carlton Davis. On the, on the Eagles side. Look, things. man, he, look, if he's going to be what he's been, though, Zach, very demonstrative in the way that he's trying to get the ball. It doesn't seem like he's buying in the way that he's bought in last this last year. But this is a good game to get him back bought in against. You're not wrong. You know, you're not this, wrong. This but you got to watch out for that. Subpar Tampa secondary. You, stuff. you know. Yeah, you're right. Sure, right. sure. But I just feel like this is the week we start to see the flaws with Mayfield's game. Um, really good. I mean, awesome Philly defensive front. Awesome, awesome front. It is. It is. Uh, it is. We know um, the Bucks are on a backup center. Yeah, with Jensen True. out for the year. True. So I like the I like this spread. I like this spread. I I thought about some alt spreads, but I couldn't go any higher than four and a half because of the secondary injuries that you mentioned. Um, tricky, man. It is tricky, but. I'm going Eagles four and a half versus the Bucks. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I, I a couple of bet I find pretty interesting against the team. You and I aren't crazy on this team, like at all. Uh, we're not really crazy on them. We're not really too high on them. Uh, but I think with this number. You're going to have to consider the Tennessee Titans at plus three and a half against the Browns. Yeah, if the Browns are on, too. if the Browns, if the Browns' offensive lines this banged up, 
the adjustment at running back. Look, I'm not saying they can't go back to being a good running team, but I just think it's going to take a week. And I'm taking Brabel over Stefanski. Yeah. And and I I I think, you know, the, the Titans might have found a little bit of something. Again, I'm not crazy on Tannehill, but if, if he can if he can get the ball down the field, Browns have have injuries everywhere. Zach, I feel like this is free money. Honestly, I really do. Plus three and a half uh, with the Vrabel like team plus one forty on the money line. I, I mean, I almost want to just say screw the points. Like I I, I honestly yeah. think it, it it could be a big time game where Tennessee just does old school stuff, mauls the mauls the ground on these guys, and if the Browns are going to have injuries all over the secondary, I will gladly take DeAndre Hopkins against third string corners. Yeah, I mean, the Titans, I agree with you. This is almost a gimme game. I think the Titans are going to do exactly what the Browns like to do, ground and pound, wear the defense down. They're going to get, this could be the big Henry game. We haven't had the big Henry game yet, Caleb. This could be the one. I agree with you. Um, Browns just devastating injury to maybe their best player, Nick Chubb. Uh and I'm also taking the under on the points for this game. 39 mm. and a half. Mm. I just don't. The Browns can't score. Dude. Like, I know they put up, well, they put up 22, 22 against the Steelers, but I mean, they, they can't score. They can't score. And, you know, the, the Titans have never been this, like you know, this high flying offense. And they're not going to start now against, against this Browns defense, which is really keeping the Browns afloat right now. So. I agree with you. It's all about Vrabel over Stefanski. Vrabel has seen two weeks of Watson tape going into this game. He's gonna know, he's gonna make him do the stuff that he doesn't want to do. Um, so yeah, I, I looked I looked long and hard at that game. I couldn't do it just because of my hate for the Titans, but that plus money. I mean, that's plus one forty right now on Fanduel. It's, I mean, it's, it's a solid bet. That's almost the- a. A very right, right, and like I'm not saying the Browns aren't a good team, but I just feel like with all the transitioning and the injuries and what they just yeah. went through, I'm taking this Tennessee team. I'm taking, I'm backing Derrick Henry in what should be a physical game. And what Caleb, should be a physical game. Go ahead. If Browns Browns lose this game, like if the Browns convincingly lose this game, is it get the sack time for Watson? Like you just like you mean like benched? I don't know. I don't know. Like, are you giving him the sack I, and like giving up on him? They can't bench him. They can't bench him. They're paying him no, all that money. I, no, but I, is it I, get I, the sack for you? Like in terms of, I'm done. I'll, I'll tease. I'm, I'm I'll done. Tease I'm done. I'll waiting each week for him to play. No, I mean, I, I'll tease something on Linsanity that I'm probably going to talk about with this game. I think. I genuinely think Kevin Stefanski might be gone. Well, like they're gonna, they're gonna. That yeah, dude, he'll be the fall. That back. dude, that dude, that dude coaches. That dude does not coach in the current. That dude, that dude does not coach in current football. Like what? What made Watson? Like I get it. Well, you the Nick coach Chubb, is always gonna go over Watson because they're paying well, Watson but, all this money. But in general, Zach, they they play this system. It's like it's very safe and concerned, and it's like. They're running the ball. They're going on duos and stuff like that. And what made Watson good was when they opened up the offense, they went shotgun. You saw it. You lived through it. He kicked your ass for years 
with the empty and shotgun formations. No, like, he didn't. He, yes, he did. What are you talking about? And he, no, he, he sits didn't. there, and, and, and that's the kind of stuff that he's going to do. We kicked his ass in a playoff game. You remember that? Fine, 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 fine. But don't act like, don't act like, he hasn't been a good quarterback against you. And you knew how he was a good quarterback. And it was because they were going empty shotgun. They were opening up the offense for him. And and, and the Browns are, it's it's too conservative, Zach. It's too safe. Look, the Browns, well, it's because they still have the Baker Mayfield playbook. They This was the Baker Mayfield yeah, playbook. Right. They had you're, right. Him. you're right. But even then, shouldn't Deshaun Watson be able to make plays in a Baker Mayfield playbook? Isn't Deshaun Watson supposed to be leaps and bounds ahead of Baker Mayfield? We just haven't seen. Just haven't seen it. Every week we tune in and we're like, maybe this will be the one that we see Texans Watson again. It just, it seems like it's worse and worse every week. So if if he lays an egg against the Titans, I'm done. I'm done waiting around. Wow. Wow. We got what's second up? What's up on your, what's up on your card? I got some evidence to back this one up and it's against one of my favorite, one of my favorite defenses of the year. Uh, not quite so much on the offense, but I think they are going to keep, they're playing a worse offense, which is why I like this spread. It's actually an alt spread. I got Patriots minus seven and a half against the Jets at plus 200. Okay. The Patriots have a hard time scoring points, but their defense is awesome. They they got a, they got an awesome young secondary with with Gonzalez. Gonzalez had the pick over Tyreek Hill uh, on Sunday night. Obviously, you got Judon, who apparently can uh, do pass coverage now, Caleb. As we learned on Sunday night, I didn't know he could yeah. do that, but I guess he can. And of course, uh, one of the best one. You know, he's led the league in sacks. Over the past couple of years, one of the one of the sack leaders. So I'm looking at this. You know, the Jets only scored 10 points against another really great defense last week. And then the Patriots, they're playing good defense too against the Dolphins. They put up 17 points. So there you go. If they just score the same amount of points as they did last week, 17 10, yep. they almost cover that alt spread. Yeah. They almost cover that alt spread. So all I'm asking is to get a field goal in addition to that. Just score 20 points. Just score 20 points because I know Zach Wilson is not scoring more than 10 points on this team. I, I just know it. I know it. Not against his defense. So here's some evidence for you. The Jets scored 20 points combined in the two matchups against the Patriots last year. 20 points combined. Zach Wilson was a starter in both those games. He's going to be starting on Sunday. And the Patriots, as a team, have not lost to the Jets, Caleb, since the 2015 season. Eight years. Eight calendar years since they lost to the Jets. Bill Belichick owns the Jets. Wow. Would you like to know who the quarterback was of that Jets team? 2015 Jets. 2015 Jets. Well, I like Sanchez. It was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Wow. And the head coach was Todd Bowles. Gee, Todd yes. Bowles. They haven't beaten him for that long. They have not beaten them since Ryan Fitzpatrick wow. was the quarterback. Wow. wow. And Todd Bowles was the head coach. Wow. 
That was that Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker Jets team. Holy cow. Yeah. And they Holy went 10 and God. 6 and missed the playoffs. They went 10 and 6, missed the playoffs. I love that pick. I, I look, I think, I think that's a, I, I like that bet a lot. It's simply on, it's simply betting on the yeah, Jets you're can't betting, score points. Right. You're betting on the Jets can't, can't score points. You're betting against the worst starting quarterback in football and a team in New England who, you know, I'm, I'm just not, asking like, him to score three more points than no, they did last No, week. yeah, you're, at, yeah, not even, and, and, and you're just, you're also asking for, I think, a better coach to basically scheme up better against another coach and maybe show like somewhat of an example of what it takes to actually start the process of being the 85 bears defense. I mean, it's, it's not just, it's not, I mean, granted the Patriots aren't that, but they, they might give you an example of what that could potentially look like. And I, I agree. The, with you. the Patriots are a top 10 defensive unit for sure. They're very good. They're very good. And, and, and I will say, I feel like they've gotten a little unlucky on some things. Uh, Eagles game, sure. But I think their problem is starting off s- slow. I mean, we could know by the first, second quarter whether this bet's cash exact. I feel like they're due for like a big start um, because yeah. they just started off so slow lately. Um, next bet on my list. Um, it stinks. If we were doing this a little later, it'd be interesting to get into some parlays. Um, all right. I, I, um, I'm, I'm with this. The, it's a high number. It's a high number against an okay. offense that is probably the best in football. It's probably the best in football. Um, okay. But if you give it at six and a half plus six and a half, I just think it's in. I think they're covering the number. I don't think they're going to win the game. I think they're covering the number. I'll take Denver plus the number. I, I don't think this is a smoke show by any means. Um, I, I think that the, the Broncos defense could come in here and look, the Broncos are on too. They're going to be desperate. Okay. I mean, they just are. Um, I mean, last week they made me so mad. I couldn't even think, but when I looked at this Broncos team, I, I see a team that might have some success on the ground against this Dolphins Dak. I mean, Stevenson ran all over him. Eckler and Kelly ran all yeah. over him. You know, this could be a nice day for Javante Williams. And our big thing, Zach, Going into this entire season, you and I have discussed this when talking Denver with Bryce, is the whole concept of like, if this Denver team wants to be at its peak, Javante Williams needs to be the, the, the cog to their offensive machine. It cannot be Russell Wilson throwing the ball 50 times. I think this is the type of game Javante Williams can do that. And I think Russell Wilson can make just enough plays where he's not going to put you in a position to ultimately lose. And lose big, I should say. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate this, um, this line here because if you look at the Broncos' first two games, very close games. You know, you got the commies last week. Comes down to literally the last play. Um, oh, comes yeah. down to a a miss, yeah, a miss pi by the refs in overtime. Uh, and then the week before, they barely lose to the Raiders. So they're in these games. Right. They're in these games. Now, granted, the Dolphins are going to be the best team they've played to this point in the year. But, you know, the coaching, I would say the coaching, uh, you know, because we've talked about coaching a lot tonight when placing these bets or recommending these bets. I'd say the coaching here is a push. Peyton and McDaniel. I'd say that's almost a push. 
So then you're just betting on can they contain Tyree Kill? Are they going to get lucky and Jalen Waddle's not going to play? One less guy to worry about. So Denver hangs in these games. I got to see something out of Russell Wilson this week. No, he's done. I, he's if, done. No, he's done. No, no I'm saying, saying the you cover. Say enough. He's done. Well, okay, the cover. Okay, fine, cover, fine. Right. No, you. My thoughts on Russell Wilson are, are very clear. I, th- I thought he was cooked last year, and he's still. Yeah, he cooked. is cooked. He is cooked. You and I think they're about, about to. I think they're about to pull the plug on him. But that's another story. Uh, but I just need. I need him to show something during this game for the Broncos to cover. But I also. You're right. That game you're too. right. I know, and you're not wrong. I mean, that's a part of it. I just. He is so bad. So I understand like the reasons of why you don't want to bet that bet this team. I'm betting it. I'm trusting defense and coaching. Like that's what it comes down to. It's not even Russell Wilson. It's not even Russell Wilson for me. I think he's been that bad. I genuinely think he's been so, I think he's so bad that I actually think there's somewhat of a, I think he's like one of the five worst quarterbacks right now. He's I agree, miserable. Dude. Absolutely miserable. Absolutely miserable. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of sad, Caleb, because he used to be one of the funnest quarterbacks to watch. But for like 10 straight years, he was well, one of know, the funnest quarterbacks to watch. And then he goes to another team, and overnight, by he, his just doing. Fuck, he just, sure, by his doing, but goes to another team, gets all this money, and then poof, gone. Well, he, like he, all, he, all of the things he did well in Seattle that are probably going to put him in the Hall of Fame someday, right. gone. Gone. You put him in the like, Hall of Fame. What, what the fuck happened? I think he's a Hall of Famer. Looking at the stats, I, 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 the, I think I think this second. I think you're underestimating when you go back and you look at the second half. You look at what these Denver years might do. I genuinely think this might put him out of the Hall of Fame. That's how bad I think he's been, Zach. That's how bad I think he's been. I mean, I get that the coaching is an aspect to it, but this guy's done. This guy is done. Well, he's done. I, Zach, I he's done. I agree. He's done. I agree. He's done. The Hall of Fame case is going to be very interesting, especially when you consider these Denver years, because they can't get out of this contract. This no, has quickly no, no. become the worst contract in the league, I'd say. Uh, yeah, yes. So. Yes. It's inescapable. They're not going to get rid of Sean Payton. That's obvious. They're not going to get rid of him. Well, they get him the bag. Stidham's the guy, and, right? Uh, yeah. I think Stidham's going to end up starting more games than Russ this year. I think that's a lock. If I can bet on that, that'd be one of my best bets of the week. Stidham, bet- <laughs> Stidham starting more games than yeah. Russ this year for the Broncos. Yeah. But Wish that was it, out it's, there. it's sad, dude. I mean, I know we've made a lot of jokes about Russ over the past you know, season and three weeks, but sad thing to watch when a guy you spend over 10 years watching and you're just so used to the same results from him every week, and then yeah. all of a sudden, one year, it's just gone. Yeah. But no anyway, my last best bet. Um, I got a couple here. But I'm going to go this way. I had a CMC prop, but it's too similar to our running hook parlay. So I'm going to go this way. They got the Cowboys 10 to one to be the highest scoring team on Sunday on Sunday. So Monday doesn't count. Thursday doesn't count. 
has to be on Sunday. The game's on Sunday. Cowboys to be the highest scoring team. Cowboys have scored uh, 70 points, I think, through two weeks. They're averaging 35 points a game. They're playing a dog shit team. You can make a case the worst team in the league. 10 to 1 to be the highest scoring team only on Sunday. I like it. Wow. I love it. Unfortunately, the number, I mean, obviously you got the best of the number because it's now nine under now. 10 to 1. That is, that's amazing against this card. It's plus 900 now. Yeah, it's plus 900 now. Still, I mean, if it was 10 to 1, I would have bet it. Honestly, no hesitation. I yeah. would have bet it. No hesitation. I, I, I think this is. And you a, look who they put these points up on. I mean, the Jets' defense right. is awesome. They put thirty up on them last week. Wasn't it thirty? Uh, uh yeah, 30. yes, thirty points. Thirty, and then they blank, uh, the Giants last week. Who the Giants? It turns out their defense sucks. But even then, forty points in the NFL game is forty points. Agreed. Agreed. So you're averaging thirty-five a game through two weeks. I love these odds. I'm with I. Wow, it's a great bet. I mean, even a nine to one, that's not that's not a bad bet against this card. Again, on Sunday only. So the Thursday game doesn't count and the Monday games don't count. It has to be in, on the Sunday games. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to conclude with this uh, because I know you're going to be really happy with this bet. I'm not sure if this is going to lead to a winning result. But I, <laughs> I love the Colts. Yeah, I liked him too. Uh, especially Richardson plays. I just no, I, don't I don't care. Told you, no, I don't know if I ever told you this, but one of my principles as a fan is just I cannot bet on my teams in any way, shape, or form. So I can't bet on the Colts. I can't bet on the Pacers. There's enough stress involved anyway watching them. But yeah, I looked at that. I looked at the spread. I looked at the money line. I thought, man, if Richardson plays, I would hammer that. Yeah. I mean, eight, eight and a half. I don't care. Minshew can play. I don't care. Great. If Minshew plays, my guess, maybe the line goes up a half a point and, and I get, I get a little more breathing room. I mean, look, I just think that's too many points. I think the Colts defense has been pretty good. Um, defense has been I, great. I will gladly. We got the, the leading tackler number. in the league. I, I will gladly pick the Colts 10 number. I really will. And I will pick the Colts dude, 10 number. Everyone knows you're a closeted Ravens fan. What the oh hell is going gosh. on? What? It, no. Oh yeah, my we're not, gosh. We're not used to saying this, but the Ravens' defense sucks. The Ravens' defense sucks, especially without Marlon Humphrey. Like that, they're they are not good right now. They are not good right now. They're not playing great right now. You're right. Don't push back on that. And the Colts put up 31 points last week. Granted, I think the Ravens' defense is better than the Texans, but. So looking at it from a points perspective, you might want to look at the over for this game too. 45 and a half. We know the Ravens can put up points. And the Colts, you know, they've put up points through two weeks. They put up 21 in the yeah. first week. Yeah. They put up 31 in last week, which, you know, as a Colts fan, I'm definitely not used to. I'm used to the 15 to 18 range for points. The Frank Reich playbook. You're getting but, in the 20s though. Yeah, you're getting in the 20s. Getting yeah, 31 last week against Houston. So... Um, especially if Richardson plays Caleb, I I like I like this a lot, like it a lot. I, I still like it a little with Minshew, but if our guys out there get the hammer out, fair enough. I um, that's what I got on the betting calendar. Uh, baseball stuff. They're heading down the stretch, Zach. Your Cubbies. 
I got to figure it out. They're only a uh, game up, only a half game up so on the Reds here. Half game up on the Marlins. Decided to lay an egg against Arizona a couple of days ago, so that was yes. Right. You're up on the Pirates right now. You might got a chance squeezing in that last spot. Told you about Toronto. Toronto half game up on the second spot, yep. wild card. The um, you know, there it'll be interesting. We get we might get a new field. It's currently the way it's shaping up right now. Um, in terms of college football, I got uh, you know. Huge week on the slate, massive week on the slate. Uh, Notre Dame plus three and a half. Uh, and and look, I I think I think when you look at Press. the overall, we might have seen the last of Bama. We just might have. <laughs> we just might have. All you Bama fans out there, we might. You didn't have like that performance time. against South Florida, Caleb. You didn't like right. that. The freshman, the freshman quarterback that you probably didn't even know, probably didn't even recruit, probably didn't even think about when you surf through every recruiting video on planet Earth, hey. comes out and actually produces something and ends up being it's interesting. A couple more bets to throw at you. All right, go ahead. Just quick, quick futures before we go. Coach of the year. You got Mike McDaniel plus 850. That is the favorite right now. He's the favorite. And if you can get him at almost nine to one, I mean, that's, that's looking pretty good right now. You also have Mike McCarthy at plus 2,400, which I thought was intriguing. He's never won it. Sure. He's never won the award, but you got him at 24 to 1. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, Caleb. I like that. I got a lot. Sean McVay. Vegas' worst enemy. 20 to 1. Coach of the year. We all thought the Rams were dog shit. I mean, hell, we all thought they were. We thought they were going to be dog shit, and they're one and one. They could, you know, they were kind of close to winning that game through three quarters in week two. They hung around with the with San Fran. I just, I think if you can get Sean McVay twenty to one, I, I, I mean, let's sprinkle a little bit on there. So you think the Rams? You think the Rams are real? If the Ram, if the Rams win like ten and seven, made the playoffs, he's gonna get some votes, and he should get some votes, especially with no Cooper Cup for a few. Weeks. I love the McCarthy bet at twenty four. That's yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good bet. The McDaniel bet. The only risk, really, with the McDaniel bet is that Tua gets hurt again. That's really the only risk. Because if he, well, I got him at twenty. I got him at twenty. We want to skid. I got McDaniel, got at, 20 McDaniel to one. at twenty to one. Yeah, like our preseason yeah. odds. I remember that. Well, he's still he's at almost nine to one now, which is still good. Not as good as twenty to one, obviously, but yeah, McD- McCarthy twenty four to one. I mean, that is pretty good. That's pretty that good. Very good. Very good. Well, what do you think about uh, Todd Bowles at fourteen? I think those will plummet. I think that'll those sure. odds will plummet. You sure? Hey, look in the look in the nineteen to one range. Who do you see? Who do you see? Oh gosh! Who do you see? There is no way you can favor Robin Salo over McCarthy. No, no. Who else is in there? Nineteen to one. Oh my gosh! Saint Steichen is not a nineteen to one That's... favorite over McCarthy. You, you and I both know. That. You and I both know that the fact McCarthy. Hey, the Colts are in these games, wild. man. We're in these games. Okay, but you. I mean, come on. Come on. Wait, yeah, come on. We beat the brakes off Houston, which we do all the time. And then Jacksonville, 
a good the best team, team in your division. The best, best team in your division. division, best quarterback in our division. I still think going to be in the hunt for the AFC, even though they look like dog shit against KC. I mean, they did nine right. points. You shitting me? Come on. I got a lot of bets involving Trevor Lawrence. A lot of futures involving Trevor Lawrence. I need, I need some more. I need some more out of him. But anyway, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm feeling good about the Colts, man. You know, we hung around with the Jags. We were leading in the fourth quarter. Um, and then the outcome against the Texans was never in doubt. They want to lay a dirty, cheap-ass hit on Richardson. That's fine. We'll, we'll come into our house later in the year, okay? But that's what I got for this week, Caleb. That's MJ Stewart, we're waiting for you. MJ Stewart, we're waiting for you at Lucas Oil. Well, they might Cheap have their ass. offensive line back. They might have their offensive line back. Doesn't matter. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you for listening to an episode of Backdoor the Fade. And, uh, you know, we got plenty of content coming. Zach, you just recently did an episode on a 25th anniversary pod, right, with Alex? And uh, yes. we, we, got, got, a, we got, a, got a lot coming right now. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, you got Lynn Sanity coming up later tonight, right? Lynn Sanity up later tonight. Bryce and I will talk about the slate. Bryce will talk about how washed Russell Wilson is. Uh, Bryce will also have to deal with some criticism from me against Justin Fields uh, because he sure as heck is not going to get away with that. Um, and, uh, you know, there's 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 plenty of uh, plenty of content to come. Uh, I have no idea who is the set candidate will be, but he is extremely eager to talk about it. So I, I have absolutely no idea. That's coming back this week. Fun episode to check out. Awesome.